Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. I'm going to continue my series of prophetic, present truth prophetic messages on keeping and fulfilling God's testimonies. And today we're going to start looking at Abraham. I'm not sure we can finish Abraham today. But uh, let's see what the Holy Spirit helps us to do. In 1 Kings chapter 2, verse 3, God is speaking and he said they should keep his ways, his statutes, his commandments, his judgments, and his testimonies. This is where I was inspired the holy spirit you know uh it was my bible reading and it just blew up in me this is some months ago last year his ways they're not all the same thing it's not just repetition statutes or things like prosperity and healing commandments of course is love judgments is daily self-judgment and judging yourself you know and then his testimonies are what god did what he did in the different lives of the different uh, saints. And he said we should keep them. The implication is that what God did in Abraham, he wants to do in you. What God did in Enoch, he wants to do in you. What God did in Joseph, he wants to do in you. What God did in David, and so on and so forth. And we find this, you know, confirmed by Paul in the New Testament, where he says that all, the promises of God in Christ Jesus, they are yea and they are amen. So it's the will of God. Uh, and then the New Testament, the same Paul tells us in the book of Hebrews, he said that we are living in a better testament established upon better promises. Therefore, we should outstrip everything that we see that was done in the Old Testament. This is the will of God. And this is the meaning of the fullness of Christ in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and then the Bible tells us the book of Revelation he says whose name is the word of God the word of God the entire logos of scripture from Genesis to Revelation is a description of the prophetic destiny and fulfillment firstly of the Lord Jesus Christ and then secondly of all who are in Christ that is why there is nothing that is written that is not written for our benefit he said these things were written for our learning and for our admonition in the scripture it says in the, uh, uh, Psalm 40 it says <clears throat> sacrifice and, and, and offering you don't want he said it is written of me in the volume of the book speaking about the entirety of the canon of scripture and then in the book of revelation in chapter 22 verse 19 he says that if you take away from the word of god god will take your part away from three things one the book of life two the holy city then number three the things that are written in the book his testimonies so everything when you see something in the bible don't say oh well that's abraham's time no still available today and for those of us 
and I'm trusting you, you are one of us, you know, who have made up our minds to grow into the perfection of fullness of Christ. Jesus said this in Matthew chapter 5, verse 18. He said that heaven and earth will pass away. He said, but not one jot or tittle will pass from this law until all be fulfilled. And that is the purpose of these present truth prophetic messages. So today, we're going to start looking at Abraham. The first thing we're going to look at is the call of Abraham. Look at Genesis chapter 12. Genesis chapter 12. As I'm speaking, the Holy Spirit reminded me, he said, tell your people, and it's not just my people here, but you know, because I'm speaking to an international audience, you know, you do yourself a great disservice when you neglect the Old Testament. We were told that the Old Testament is not really important because we're New Testament Christians and that's where our blessings are. And that's not wrong. It's just that it's not complete. Our prophetic destiny is hidden in the types and shadows of the Old Testament narratives. You will lose a lot as a Christian if you do not know the Old Testament and its prophetic application in your life today. Now, it is true you can get lost in the Old Testament. If you go into it without revelation, if you go with it without understanding, you know, and you just go and pick things up from the Old Testament that are no longer relevant. That can happen. However, right on the other hand, it is uh, you'll be doing yourself a great disservice not to go into the Old Testament and see, you know, inside the Old Testament narratives, uh, all these great men and women uh, that we've been studying and that we'll continue to study, the prophetic uh, 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 truths that are hidden therein that have present day application in your life today. It's very, very important. Now, verse 1, Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, at this time his name was not Abraham, his name was Abram, very important. Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. Verse 2, everybody read along with me. And I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee and I will make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. What a compendium of blessings. Hallelujah. I will make you a great nation. Then I will bless you. Then I will make your name great. And then you yourself, you become a blessing. A clap offering for the Lord. What a God. That's why he's more, one of his most famous titles is the God of Abraham. He, he, he singled this man out specially. And we're going to see why in a minute. And I will bless them that bless thee. And curse them that curseth thee. We need to tell this to all of our Palestinian and Islamic brethren. And I say this in a good heart. They are brethren. Why? They're seed of Abraham too. And we're going to see as we study Abraham that even God gave them a blessing. God is not a bad God. And he's no respecter of persons. If you will Bless Israel. God will bless you. 
during the Bible study, I was contrasting Sennacherib, the Assyrian, foolish, proud, and arrogant Assyrian king, to the humble Persian kings, Cyrus, Darius, you know, Axesis, I, I don't know how to pronounce that name properly, you know, I think it's catasexy, something like that. You know, I was looking at it inside the Greek and the Aramaic. You know, it's a little bit difficult, you know, uh, depending on how, you know, to pronounce it because it's Z, you know. And all these great kings, and, and look at how they honored Israel and how they blessed Israel and how God blessed them. God is not looking to kill people and, 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 and curse them. No, he's looking to bless them and to make it easy for you for him to bless you. He says, bless Israel. That's going to make it easy for me to bless you. You bless Israel. You bless them. Then I'll do something for you. You know, we're going to get there later on, but I'm flowing with the Holy Ghost. You know, Joseph, we're going to get to Joseph later on. You know, it was God who sent Joseph to Egypt. To save Egypt. Who said God is not a respecter? He's a good person. Then you repay him by putting his people in slavery and then killing their firstborn and throwing their babies inside the river for crocodiles to eat. Anytime you see anything, go and check the history. Go and check the history. You will find God is upright, righteous, and he's no respecter of persons, even Israel. He loves Israel. He blessed them. But he says, if you do the same things you guys do, I will deal with you. And he did. Twice. Oh, I don't want to go there. Let me just leave it. You know, I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that cursed thee and in thee <laughs> shall all the families of the earth be blessed. That is a promise of Jesus right there. God made up his mind as far back as this time. That it is through this man Abraham I am going to bring the Messiah. At that time Abraham didn't even know what Messiah meant. I'm going to ask a rhetorical question when I finish this first part. So, verse 4. So, Abraham, it's not Abraham yet. He's going to get to Abraham later on. So, so Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken unto him. And Lot went with him. <laughs> the Bible is a very interesting book. Lot wasn't called. He just... He just followed. Well, he could have gone either way. And Lot went with him. And Abram was 75 years old when he departed out of Haran. If you go to your Old Testament maps, I have a map on my computer, you know, my phone, on my iPad. You know, it shows you all the maps in the olden days. This is in a Ur of the Chaldees is in present day Iraq. So the or, or originally Abraham came from Iraq. Verse 
verse 5. And Abraham took Sarai, not Sarah yet, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son. So Lot was his nephew. And all their substance, I didn't hear you folks. I'm not, I'm not talking to two people. I'm talking to the whole church. And all their substance that they had gathered and the souls that they had gotten in Haran and they went forth to go into the land of Canaan and into the land of Canaan they came. Verse 6. And Abram passed through the land unto the place of Sikkim in the plain of Moreh. And the Canaanite was then in the land. And the Lord appeared. Turn to your neighbor says, second appearance. Unto Abram. And said unto him. And said. They need to read this verse in the United Nations. I'm deadly serious. Unto thy seed. Will I give this land? And there builded he an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. And he removed from thence unto a mountain on the east side of Bethel and pitched his tent, having Bethel on the west and high on the east. And there he built an altar unto the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. And Abraham journeyed, going on still toward the south. I have so much going on in my heart. The Bible says the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Who owns the earth? Let's even let's wind the tape back a little bit. You know, who created the earth? So who owns it? So if he said this land, I gave it to Israel. Who can talk? May God open the eyes of men. May God open our eyes. Now, in this call of Abraham, I want us to look at, in, as I was preparing this, God was highlighting to me the things that are very relevant to us today as New Testament Christians that I want us to see. Number one, why did God, of all the people in Haran, of all the children of Abraham's father, why was it Abraham got singled out? Lot was the son of Abraham's brother. Why didn't God speak to Abraham's brother? These are very, very important questions that we need to answer in our hearts. They're rhetorical questions. And I'm going to tell you the answer part of what we said during the Bible study there was no other reason except honesty of heart Abraham watch this he was 75 he wasn't 20 
between 0 and 75, God was watching him. He lived in a heathen land, in a heathen culture. If you go and do the history and all of that, it's not too important, but just mention it in passing. They, were, they used to worship the moon. You know, all these heathen, just like us in Africa here, yeah, you know. Worship. Yet, there's this man amongst all of them in that place that his heart was right. He had an honest heart. He didn't know God yet. But, quickly follow me to Romans chapter 2. See, this is why you need the whole Bible. The whole counsel of God. If you read the Old Testament in isolation, without revelation from the New Testament, you can get into error and get in all kinds of things. And right on the other hand, if you read the Old Testament, New Testament alone, and you don't have the Old Testament, there are a lot of prophetic shadows you will miss. Look at Romans chapter 2. This was revealed to Paul thousands of years after Abraham. And look at verses 13, 14, and 15, and possibly 16. Paul is writing, and he says, For not the hearers of the law, I didn't hear you, are just before God, but the doers of the law shall be justified. For when... The Gentiles. Turn to your Abraham. Said Abraham. Turn to your neighbor. Say Abraham started as a Gentile. There was no Jew. <laughs> Abraham is the original Jew. <laughs> so this applies to Abraham. For when the Gentiles, which have not the law, do by nature the things contained in the law, these. Oh, I didn't hear you. Having not the law are a law unto themselves. Verse 15. Which show the work of the law written where? In their hearts. Their conscience also bearing witnesses, witness their thoughts. The meanwhile accusing or else excusing one another. Verse 16. There's a reason why I want to read verse 16. In the day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according to my gospel. This answered a lot of questions for me after I got born again. In fact, it's one of the things that got me born again. Because I always used to wonder that if God is, if this Bible God is the true God, he won't be partial. He may be going to send all those people to hell who, because they didn't hear about Jesus and all that. Then I got this. When the Gentiles they didn't have the law. So you can't blame them. So they become a law. Say, I'm going to judge them by conscience. And then he confirms it by that verse 16. Say, in the day when God will judge the secrets of man. So at the, at the Bema seat of Christ, as well as the great white throne judgment, all these records are going to, are going to pull everything out. And notice, it's not works. It's heart. The heart. So that was the thing about Abraham. Abraham didn't have the law. Abraham didn't know God. His father was a more worshiper of the moon. They were, he was in a heathen background. 
But Abraham kept obeying his conscience. He kept saying yes to the law of God that was written in his heart. Even though he didn't know that God yet. He did it consistently, honey, for 75 years. And God was satisfied. Ah, this one, he's, he's, he, I can trust him. Thank you, darling. This uh-huh. This is continuous assessment. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you and God bless you.